0: You get the reverse
1: mortgage, so unique. <laughs> Sam Waterston has a unique reverse mortgage.
0: There we go. Reverse mortgages. <laughs> Ooh, and we are back at Beguile International <laughs> <laughs> Recording Studios, as we're calling it these days, up above the brewery. Wilson and I are here. Wilson, welcome back home. Hey, thanks, brother. Appreciate it. You happy?
2: I'm always happy.
0: Okay, as long as the AC is on, you're happy? Yeah,
2: I don't care about the AC, actually. The humidity helps my bones out a lot. So. There you go. If
0: you hear the little bit of a ringing in the background, that's. That, noise, that's that'd be, it, be the you know, AC, but it's other than that. Keeping us cool. Keeping us cool while we're drinking some beers and drinking some whiskey with some special guests. Um, not Matt Brown is not one of the special guests, even though he is here. I'm bad. I'm going to start calling you not Matt Brown. <laughs> not Matt Brown. <laughs>
2: not Matt Brown. <laughs> the official, the Everyone official else not is Matt, a Matt, Matt, Matt Brown,
1: Brown. Club. I'm
0: Matt Brown. All of you are not Matt Browns.
2: You are officially. No.
0: Well, we also have two other guests with us today, Um, two special guests that uh, Matt works for and they own him, I think, as a person, as an individual, but they are living in his house right now. This is where Matt lives. (laughs) With us today, we actually have the Blom Brothers, so much of who Matt has talked about, Um, and now they're actually here with us recording live at Beguile. So, guys,
3: welcome. Welcome, hey Hello. How you doing today? Excellent. No, I am not Matt Brown. No,
0: you're not. <laughs> also not Matt Brown, but I'm doing well. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Matt jokes he lives over um, on some of the grain bags some and stuff like that, but, which he actually yeah. might. It
2: actually feels good when you lay on top of the grain bags.
0: I uh, recently moved out to some lovely
1: outdoor <laughs> digs. Oh, yeah, um, not very time. far. There's. Let me describe it. Okay, so it's kind of, there is pavement and these uh, big uh, blue, I don't know, uh, uh, rectangular um houses. Uh they're filled with like stuff that doesn't smell very good, oh, but they have yeah. a big black Cute. plastic uh Hope you knock them over so you have more but, space
4: to lay out. Yeah, <laughs>
1: exactly. I just kind of jump right in and it's kinda of, it's cozy. Like I said, it doesn't smell very good, but yeah, it's really, really close to the, to the brewery. Are you guys regretting every decision to ever
5: hire you? Yeah, that
3: was, that was a long delivery. Yeah, I actually yeah. forgot
5: about what we were talking about at the beginning of that. I think
3: the we're, I think we're here yeah. to
0: talk about whiskey, but we might be talking about taking dumps in Matt's <laughs> yeah. house, too. Who knows? Yeah. I, don't, I don't
2: ever home. remember anything. That's a good point. <laughs> oh, remember. Matt, thanks for throwing us all out so on that. So Matthew, introduce
5: your boys yeah, to Yeah, there explain. we go. Yeah, I was going to let you do that. Can you play that Alan Parsons Yeah, sure. Music?
3: uh one think of how it goes
2: yeah
1: let me think of how it goes uh do 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 do
3: do do he was talking mike was talking about the bears or the bulls chicago bulls or churchill it's matt blum
1: the older blum brother matt will you say hi so everyone hears your voice and can recognize you
3: yeah, the only problem with that is most people can't tell Mike and I apart on the phone, so <laughs> mm-hmm. it's going to be tough to...
5: I be able to tell apart I can it, see Yeah, i yeah. totally see that. Yeah, even in person. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that watch. watch. watch.
1: Yeah. Oh, which, yeah one's which? which one's which? Which one's which? Yeah. Really
5: and the tuck, beard. The beard. Tuck, oh. tuck it back like Buffalo Bill, yeah. right? <laughs> and
1: uh, tucking it back James, Gunn. tucking it <laughs> tucking it back Suck for me. us is Mike Blum, the <laughs> younger brother. For the
5: record, since we're not on camera, that was my beard I was tucking yeah. back. <laughs> oh, I guess yeah. I should explain that.
2: Yeah, yeah. RuPaul's not well, here today. today. RuPaul is not here today.
0: <laughs> so Unfortunately know. not. No, she's not. But we do have the Blum brothers. Matt, Me continue too. with the introduction. Yeah, You only sh- got halfway.
1: No, that's it. No, I got to Mike, didn't <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: I? Oh, kind of. My, okay. Sort of.
1: Uh, Matt Blum, the older brother, our CEO, uh, Mike Blum, the younger brother, uh, COO, and master distiller and... Not master. Chief distiller. Sure, I'll take chief that.
3: Distiller? Sergeant distiller. Chief distiller. A go.
5: distiller. Master chief distiller. Master chief <laughs> <laughs> distiller. <laughs> master chief.
3: Chief master.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think we have to start with the initial question that Wilson and I both have on our minds we is do. very Uh-oh. important. Um,
3: About eight in eight inches on a good day.
5: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, <it>. different question.
5: <laughs> that's, it's between.
3: That's
0: the three at the end of, of
3: the us. podcast. <laughs> we get into the sexual <laughs> antics. That's that's the yeah. cumulative size. <laughs>
2: But that's the average family.
0: Yeah, definitely. But the mo- main question was, uh, how did you hire or why did you hire this guy?
3: <laughs> you know, I, that's funny. Not too long ago, I was showing my wife um, some videos of Mr. Matthew Brown on uh, a underground bourbon group, we'll say. Mm-hmm. And uh, some videos of him doing his thing. And she was laughing. She's met him and everything, but she goes tell me again. Where did you find this guy? <laughs> and honestly, the answer is we didn't. He found us. He found you guys, yeah. yeah, he came to us and basically... He was on a tour
5: the first time, right? You you came by on a tour and you like came up to me during the tour. You left the tour okay, and you like pulled your shirt up. Yes. <laughs> now he had a Blum Brothers shirt on under his face. So, so, so I was already a fan of uh, of, Blum of Blum Brothers, yes. Before,
1: so this was the Janu- January, of 2017. Was this so, before
2: you got married, or were you? No, Carolina I was.
1: Here? I was married. So the later that year, later that year um, would be when I started working for the brothers. But January, uh, me and my wife went to Galena for a weekend away, and we took a tour. And uh, before the tour, I had a, like a sweater on, and underneath my Blum Brothers T-shirt, and I was like, <laughs> "Hey Claire, check it out!" And I was pulling up my shirt, and she said. I swear to God, if you pull up your shirt like a child and show everyone your Blum Brother shirt underneath you, I will be very mad. And so during the tour I did pull up my shirt about three or four times to show everyone uh, my Blum brother's little shirt. bad <laughs> regrets for her. Including including telling Mike, uh, Hey, I'm already a big fan, check out my little shirty shirt. And I lifted up my shirt. But of course the sweater stuck to my t shirt, so I was just showing on my bare chest and belly. <laughs>
2: Yes, mom. That's take,
1: not you take a look at my small mirror. Do you have yeah. tattooed across
2: yeah. your chest? Well, now
3: I do. Now you do. Yeah, I part had the, to. It's part of the initiation, right? Yeah, exactly. Yes. going to get right across upper part of your stomach, like Tupac. Right, right. So, thug life, just and, say, column and celebra-
1: life. They celebrated my one year anniversary by uh, tattooing a little still right above my butt crack. I believe they call that the uh, tr- 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 trample tramp. Tram stamp. Tramp stamp. Tramp stamp. There, are the
5: columns upside down no, leading tram- into trickle- your graph. They're coming out of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're coming mm-hmm. out of it. You're so better. after we had met him the first time, he had <laughs> <Yeah>. he had gotten into trouble with the law. Like he had breaking the law. the law. Like the, story, uh, yeah. the world like, involved a story. gun. He was running down. He was running down the street, and Matt and I were going by in our wagon, and he jumped in the back, and you know, why is this funny? Uh, we brought him back to I the ranch and uh, offered <laughs> <laughs> offered him a spot with the regulators. And he was a yeah. key component of, um, you know, the Lincoln County War, where yeah. the ultimate uh, investor John Tunstall was killed by the Murphy. Clan. Is this is true. So.
3: This is true. And the rest is history. Yeah, there
2: we
5: go. I, I, so how you know, has
2: it been that much? Should I have uh, gone with Theo Driscoll? Would that years? have been a better story
3: for you? <laughs> yeah, some? that's
1: fine.
2: So, You've been with the Blum Brothers I, 17
1: years. I, 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 well, with the what was before the uh, Blum Brothers, before yeah. we were doing this. So like, you know, you I know like to I like to think my, um, well, fighting days are over, but, you know, <laughs> when you live by the sword, you die by the sword, so it just keeps on coming back. And I shouldn't be embarrassed. No, you shouldn't. Be. Uh, because I'm still here. That means there are a lot of motherfuckers in the ground. It's Not me. because of you. It's me up here, motherfuckers.
2: Oh, stop it. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Well, if we anybody's still listening at this point. um, so right, I've been working recording? for them for two. Yeah, we might be recording. I've been working We might it. be. Or
3: are we starting now? Yeah, <laughs> right, right now. Right, right, right now. Was perfect. perfect. That was
0: perfect. Well, usually it's better than, like, him talking about, well, actually, he did talk about shit at the very beginning, so, you know, he leads on and leads yeah. right into where he left off. You've, talking you've about You've never shit. seen Young Guns? Really? Uh, no,
1: I've seen Young Guns too. I mean, like oh, with Great, right. you are. I'll, I'll add it to the list. I'll never well, see that. Well,
0: as Matt's movie. been sword fighting with Blom Brothers or four <laughs> Blom Brothers for seventeen years and developing the company here in Chicago, uh, what guys uh, what made you kind of a, you know start your roots with it Still, I know you were over overseas, correct, when yep. kind of the idea happened, and you were in pharmaceuticals, Matt.
3: Is that right? Uh, yeah, I ran. Uh, I had a nuclear pharmacy in Chicago nice. that I owned and operated, and I know it sounds. So it is pretty niche, but yeah. just radioactive injections. You know the normal no stuff. Big deal. You know, yeah. like chemo. No, mo- mostly um, mostly diagnostic instead of Sweet. opposed to therapeutic. We had a few therapeutic things, you know, with like uh, thyroid ablation for thyroid yeah. cancer and stuff. But it was mostly all trying to find heart wall abnormalities when oh, wow. uh, you know doctors, cardiologists trying to find that. We made the injections we made that. Injection for them too. That would yeah, it'd be tagged to go directly to the heart and show up on different types of scans. That's fucking cool. So you know, science yeah. to science. Science, science. To science. I was gonna cool. say a little bit distilling. So before that,
2: you is this what you pursued studying wise, or is this something
0: that? You no, Mike and I both you know got into studying. Is drinking? Is that what? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. We were we were college, right? College. Yeah,
3: yeah. Drinking. yeah, yeah. Basically, did a lot of that. But, uh, yeah, Mike and I just got into the whiskey world. Uh, Mike did, I think, a little bit before I did. And then uh, we were both, oddly enough, we were into scotch before we were ever into bourbon. I mean, we had both had bourbon, but scotch was something we got into pretty heavily. And then we traded a lot of bottles. And um, Mike was overseas and went and did some little workshops at Springbank and stuff like that. And I visited some places in the States. and. I don't know. We, we've, we've told the story a hundred times yeah, right, about right. how we kind of really decided to do it. But, uh, I don't know. You can tell that part. About <laughs> how we, oh,
5: yeah. that also involved alcohol. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, it sure did. I
5: think we've been joking about it for a while. Um, but mm-hmm. I was on leave back in the States for a couple of weeks and, uh, we all met up at you know Disney world as you do with our families and families. Yeah. Um, you can admit that it was just you two hanging out at Disney. World We've by, done so. that too. <laughs> Actually, yeah, last we're year there was, like
3: conferences. A, yeah, there was yeah. an OSHA safety um, seminar down in Florida last year, Perfect. and we just both were like, "Hey, let's go to that." You know, our family's <laughs> yeah, like, "Wait, where are you country country going?" We're
5: gotten like, gotten you go on track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, like "We're going to Orlando." Our family's like,
3: "Oh, when are we leaving?" We're like, "No, just I'm like, no, it's just me and Uncle Mike. Sorry, kids." And we went to Disney and just yeah, for two days, we just pranced around on our own drinking.
5: We're really just hoping Glocking. for a Disney buyout here. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Totally that's that's the ultimate plan here. Uh that's no, we, on that initial trip, uh that was April two thousand twelve, mm-hmm. and we all rented a house and Matt and I stayed up one night too late by the pool, drinking a bottle of craft bourbon mm-hmm. and it's you know, that it's always gonna go unnamed who that was that's because it. no no the disrespect. Secrets. It was just it was not really good, and that's fine. A lot of places start out, and, you okay. know, the, start, the the first stuff that comes out isn't that great. But we drank the whole bottle anyway because... <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's what we had yeah. in so front you of us. Of the OSHA yeah. Yeah. conferences, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? By the end of the bottle, you know, we had a handshake agreement. We're like, all right, we're going to fucking do this. That's cool. we do this. And then, Fuck yeah. like, I think normally if we would have woken up the next morning hungover, we would have been like, nah, whatever. I think we were so drunk when <laughs> we woke still. up. <laughs> We both like told our, our wives and they're like, OK, sure, yeah.
3: sure, guys, sure.
6: Yeah. and that was
5: April 2012. And then we opened in uh, December 2013.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah, I think within a couple months um, after that trip, I was already up in Galena talking to the city council and trying to get approvals and whatnot. So it was pretty quick. What did the really city quick? initially
0: think when you got with your idea? Um, I know it's an area tourist kind of river they, town. Yeah, I mean, so. Galena
3: obviously, you know, gets like 1, 1. 1.5 million tourists every year. Yeah. Doesn't really, has never had a distillery there. Well, there has been a distillery there. Legal back, distillery. Back, uh, yeah, a long time ago, um, which we can talk about. But um, they were kind of, you know, there's a there's a brewery there and some wineries. And they were kind of, they were optimistic, I guess. Or I guess they were open to the idea of mm i had to kind a, of tourist yeah
5: tourist they place.
3: saw it as another you know another uh, way to bring in tax tax, tax dollars and, yeah, and things like that so they were open for it but they were kind of hesitant they didn't know anything about it yep. i mean i remember within a week or two of us of me being there talking to city council and proposing mm-hmm. them introducing a craft distillers license because it didn't exist um i think the next week or two in the paper there's an article about you know a distillery coming to town and you know smoke stacks up out of the roof and what that's going to do to the pollution of the really? town and because they had no idea yeah, what it was yeah. they're just thinking distillery you know like a big like, iron cool? walker yeah yep. so um definitely had to ed- educate them but um they were they were all for it we had a lot of a lot of support it's tough though is a tough town and the sense that if you are not from there if your family mm-hmm. is not from galena i mean you're an outsider mm-hmm. you know for forever
2: that was gonna be one of my questions are you guys originally from galena no no
3: no we're both born in illinois okay but um just really liked galena and thought it'd be a great place to do it yeah Yeah. was there any certain choice or reason for that area i mean mostly was it because of tourist
0: destination or tourist
5: destination and we had both lived around big cities for a while and while while we like that um just a slower pace of life smaller town feel good
3: place to raise kids yeah yeah our kids' graduating classes are like 50 to 60 yeah. kids. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty fucking crazy. When
2: there's 50, 60 kids, a class in a CPS system. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. Overwhelming teachers.
5: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And so, like, initially, you guys are open
5: about you're sourcing
0: your whiskey initially, and then.
5: We actually didn't initially. Oh, didn't? We Our plan, well, I, I mean. We reserve the right to get smarter, right? Our plan was yeah. that cool. vodka and gin were going to tide us through until our whiskey was ready. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was that was our plan. We
3: had no intentions of doing any source process. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs>
5: Matt misled us on for the last two
3: yeah, years Matt about everything. Lied. Yeah,
5: he's lied. Well, about he, he may not. Have. I mean, this was like <laughs> he a long was, time he ago. He's fighting. garbage, now, listen, isn't he? He's, Wait, what's he say? I've lied about a number you of are things. We're
2: still on payroll. Shut <laughs> up, right now. <laughs> okay. I'm
3: <laughs> gonna go back and fix the glitch when we get back. He yeah. won't be on payroll anymore.
6: Get of that no, we potty. we didn't have
3: any intentions. I mean, that wasn't part of our business plan. We had okay. no intention. It just turned out that we had some, you know a, a large amount of barrels kind of fell into our lap, and we had an opportunity to Ow. buy them. And oh, uh, <laughs> the sound effect.
4: <laughs> yeah. My lap.
3: So we uh, we you know tried the juice. It was really okay. good juice, and we pulled the trigger on it, and then. That was when we decided, all right, we needed to name this, but we didn't want to, you know, kind of transition it from ours, from, you know, source juice to ours with the same label. And that's where we, again, sat in an office and uh, with a whiteboard and a bottle of whiskey and came up with the name Notter Bourbon.
0: Yeah, I, I've always appreciated that name. Like, yeah. not knowing at first yeah. what it was when I first had it, like what it meant or anything, and yeah. then hearing like, yeah, you yeah, guys more talk about it and it, more The of funny thing is,
3: we, we, went through, you know, 10, 12, 20 different names, and we saw we said, not our bourbon. That sounds like not our bourbon. Yeah. Yeah. So then we wrote it up on the whiteboard, you know, with um, just as another one of the uh, options we were going to choose from. We're like, we really like that one. And it wasn't until it was up on the whiteboard that we saw the N-O-T and the O-U-R, mm-hmm. and it was like, boom, that's exactly. got to be it. <laughs> and it's
2: gained quite a following.
3: Oh yeah! You oh yeah! Oh really, yeah! Yeah,
2: that, that's what's really impressive as well. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Gas and then the actual following that it's that you guys have, yeah. have merited from it. It's fucking cool as shit.
3: Yeah, it is cool shit. It's just it's shocking. I mean, it's not shocking. It's great juice, yeah. but yeah. Um, it just kind of came out of nowhere for how us. How old is it now? Uh, Twelve years old. Okay. Years but it old. sat on the shelves for yeah. how long? I mean, it sat on the shelves right. for a long time. I've, we we I've, could never move it.
1: Yeah, mm. I've said before. Kind of, about the, the kind of trajectory of it, but um, for as recently as, like, November, December of 2017, it was still a struggle, you know, keeping it on shelves. Mm. Um, not that store owners, uh, liquor buyers, and their customers didn't like it, but it was just... Um, it was kind of intimidating because it was such a... Um, it was such an education piece because mm. you... It, it, it the the best part about it is kind of the um, the transparency of it, and too, and like it, it, it a bottle of Natter bourbon is kind of a intro to a lot of like talk about like how the bourbon industry is. You know, source whiskey is you know it's not bad. It's just a different method of like uh, a company getting stuff into the bottle. Yeah.
5: I, think hey, I, map- think, I think that just it opened up a lot of dialogue too. There were yeah. some other places who were honest about it, but it, sure. it, it also wasn't kind of pushed in people's faces. And right. some of the early on feedback we even got from some retailers is like, you know, that's cute, but nobody cares. Like they, they don't yeah. necessarily care mm-hmm. that sure. it didn't come from you or whatever. They just want it to be good. And right. I think as time has gone on, mm-hmm. you you realize that a lot of consumers do care. Yeah. Yeah, there, there are plenty of places that Will tap dance or mm-hmm. some that'll flat out lie to you about where it came from and that kind of stuff. We've had instances, we all know yeah. those. Well, yeah. I
3: think what Matt Brown was trying to say is it sat on shelves till we hired him. Mm-hmm. And but then, I, you I, know. I actually, and then it I flew. Got too. Yeah, what that's I, what I got from his I uh, didn't, I didn't want a assessment.
1: But <laughs> I, I think we, we can owe it to uh, a, a, really, um, uh, a, a really small subsection of the bourbon drink population, yeah. but an important one that has. <clears throat> not three open bottles at home, but you know, 20 to 100 open bottles yeah. of whiskey at home who are willing to pick up something that looked promising and enjoyed like the transparency of it, and then was like, oh, crap, this is good.
6: Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah.
1: then, uh, of course, um, the rest of it is owed directly to me.
6: <laughs>
0: How I'm, I'm so you glad you're staying
1: humble, Matt. Um, stabbing? No. <laughs> Hold on, think of a lie, think of a lie. <laughs>
0: Uh, was a lot of that market, like, on the internet, though, when you were kind of starting to build that? The talk definitely was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people shared. A lot of people. chatter started. A, a lot of chatter starting, and
1: it just was like uh, a just slow uh, lapse of water. The high tide coming in and beating against the dam until it eventually yeah. burst. And so, it was you know.
3: really, honestly, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, Bourbon community is what really kind of cool. brought it to light, the... Uh, you know, a handful of guys in Chicago that started getting getting into it and sharing bottles, and it just kind of spawned from there.
0: Yeah. Going back to um, when you guys first started, was gin and vodka always an approach while the whiskey was, you're going to make it yourselves and then sit in there wait for it until it was aged
3: for the right amount yeah. of time to sell it? Yeah, because, I mean, we, the one thing we set out, you know, before we ever, while we were writing our business plan and, you know, before anything, we had set out to use 53-gallon barrels mm-hmm. and age them for, you know, quote-unquote, I'm using quote fingers here, a long time, <laughs> a long you know, time. We, we, we didn't really define it, yeah. it was just, you know, it's going to be years and years, and it has to be good, you know, that was always our plan, was 53-gallon barrels, we're not going to, you know, use these tiny ones, and teach their own, you know, we're not calling anyone's, so from the get, anyone's baby ugly, but right. uh, yeah, we wanted to do it our way. And there
5: are yeah. only, you know, in our eyes, three ways you can get there, and, and it's, subjective which is the best right but um, one of them is small barrels and you you know slowly work your way up to big barrels and we just we personally weren't satisfied with the results you could get from small Uh, the other way is to source and do that until your stuff is ready. Yeah. The third way would have been great, and I know some places are able. It's it's just come into the game with like 30 million dollars in your pocket, <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> right. you can sit there and and distill you know a couple thousand barrels a year and not yeah. sell it for the yeah. first five or six years. Were yeah. yeah. you guys doing it all on your own financially?
3: Pretty yeah, much. yeah, we've we've kept it. Yeah, we've we've done our best to. Um, we have full
5: ownership. Yeah, nice. we have
3: full ownership, and um, that's something we're we're proud of. But it also has kept us from you know not getting out as filling up as many barrels as we like but hiring cheap labor yeah you know we hire cheap labor <laughs> that, that helps a lot but um but yeah you know we we wish we could have filled up more barrels at this point but uh you know there is something to be said for doing it our way and on our own and mm-hmm. I you know now we have you know had some success with uh with the old fangled with our bourbon with really all of our products here we are you know five and a half years and now we did just recently buy a new uh Barn, a big pull barn to Sweet. as a new wreck house that we're going to start nice. putting That's barrels in. Cool. So we're finally at, a home like right now, we're waiting on <laughs> our state real roof approval for the uh, for the for the barn. And yeah. then once we get that approval, we're going fast and furiously at filling up barrels. I'm sure the elements in that will probably be very really friendly for barrel aging too, with probably thinner yeah. walls and yeah, all that oh, yeah. stuff. Yep. That's awesome. Huh. So yeah, we're going to okay. start filling up. Is
2: quickly. it on the premises or is it an off? Premise? It's about
3: 3.7 miles down the oh. road. Nice, just
2: next door,
0: yeah, just next door, That's just next door. So when did you guys start seeing your own products kind of uh, replacing some of the as a source spirit or kind of growing or popularity growing in um, barrels also being able to hit the market as well? Mm. Mm. Well, it
1: was kind of the, the our distillate hit the market and was on the same shelf okay. as some... Um,
2: right next to it. Right yeah, next, yeah. As, yeah,
1: as some, and th- that was that was okay. I mean, in a perfect world, you just replace the spot on the shelf so you're not busting your buns trying to, like, add another skew next to your yeah. pre-existing whiskey that you're already trying to sell. But in a way, I think it was good because um, it would have been harder to get someone to come along for the journey if there was a completely different-looking bottle, yep. a colored bottle, replacing one on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So they kind of coincided for, I would say, about a year. We had a um, a, a, a product that we distilled called Fever River Rye right. come out Thanksgiving of 2017-ish. Yeah. And so, but that was a limited product. We only made 2,500 bottles of. So that existed on the shelf for, um, Almost that entire time with the nodder Bourbon that turned four and five year old during that time. Uh, and then the nodder Bourbon came out, about or the um, our bourbon came out about three months before the nodder Bourbon just disappeared entirely. Huh. So, does that answer any question? I mean, you're just all?
2: talking. I think like you like hearing well, your voice. You're just saying a, words. Was there a fear at all, like doing that? Mm-hmm. Like you have this sourced. That source whiskey that obviously grew a following in the immediate, you know, market and then you come in with your, your own juice. Was there a fear that maybe some people may fall off the fan bandwagon or it's like, hey at, they were transparent because that's number one I, I appreciate that big time and then number two is like but this is theirs and it's just as fucking tasty and good so
5: I think you know. I, there's a fear of that every day right I mean yeah. it's it's no hard feelings there will be some people probably who don't you know continue along on the ride once the the source stuff is gone
6: yeah.
5: um, but it's it's always been our plan to do that so it, it's kind of you can't you know keep yourself up at night worrying about Mm -hmm. that all the time our goal has to been has been to get off of you know suckling the teat of mgp Yeah, which if we were able to get you know a lot more barrels which we could it would be great you know financially we'd be able to supply a lot more people but um we just are sticking to what we started out to do for better or worse you know and the
3: the nice thing with the bourbon community nowadays is that they're so much more educated than they ever have been and They, you know, fell in love with our source products and then started to say, all right, who are these guys and what are they doing? And now Mm -hmm. they've really learned what we're all about. So many people come to the distillery to learn, to see what what we're doing. And now people understand we're not just a couple, you know, knuckleheads (laughs) trying to sell to Bacardi overnight. We're actually, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Disney. 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 It's it's not Bacardi. It's Disney Disney Product
5: placement in Rise of Skywalker. Hi, guys. Can we buy
4: your whiskey distillery? (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy.
5: <laughs> well, we
3: like to buy your whiskey distillery. Pinocchio Blend will be hitting the shelves. In <laughs> yeah. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. So luckily, people have gotten to know yeah. what we're about, and people do want to go on that ride right now. Yeah. I think, in, and in today's li- world,
1: and they like you too. You know, they mm. see. Yeah, people. they don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not saying they're right to like you, but I'm saying like they see Blum Bros and they're like, oh, that's kind of a folksy, you know, name. Yeah. Uh, and then they <laughs> look up on Instagram, and it's really just. I two mean brothers. you two you two are really do, doing it, you know, you're not uh in an Ivory Tower you guys are working, you know, every day on mm-hmm. this. So uh which is cool, yeah, or, cool. Or, or whatever. Are you yeah. sucking
3: up again? Yeah,
1: Your third brother Tony's going to be so mad. He's trying you. to get a raise. Tony's <laughs> the worst. Tony's the worst.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what are you guys talking about, you know, kind of staying you guys
4: me? forget about me again? It's me, Tony Blum! Wow. Why does he have a...
5: (laughs) I like how you lean lean backwards to be Tony.
4: (laughs) Uh, because I'm less close to the mic, so people think I'm a different person. Why does he have a slight, like, Southern Iowa accent with a little
0: bit of, like, a Chicago? I got kicked
4: in the face by a horse. a (laughs) mule? The mule was named Matt, too. Everyone's name is Matt in this story.
0: Hmm. Well... There it is. There we go. The history of Tony Blom. The history of Tony Blom, never to be seen It's not short for
4: nothing, it's just Tony. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not Anthony. Don't call me Anthony. So what is the bigger picture, or is this the big picture right now? I'm 11 years older than (laughs) them. I have a different (laughs) mom. I was was pausing for that. that. Tony,
1: get out of here. Get out of my chair.
0: Why don't you talk that close to the mic like, ne- the whole time while you're talking? Okay. No,
3: like, I- actually. Oh, got it. Hello. <laughs> oh, actually. Sorry, what was the question again? <laughs> bigger picture. <laughs> bigger, picture. bigger picture.
2: Is this the big picture? I mean, even before we get there to that, content. it's like
0: you're talking about like your roots and like staying true to who you are and, you know, know where you're from. What was the original idea of the distillery when you were, who did you want to represent? Uh, who did you want to, you know, the world to be? Know who you are, I guess.
5: We, I guess when we started it. Or at least Galena. At- what's we'll that or, or at least galena
0: maybe not the world but yeah
5: no i i i guess at the end of the day we wanted to work toward and obviously there's still a lot of work to do toward not being a good craft brand right i mean it's an example like a lot of people say you know your, your bourbon is four years old why don't you have four years old plastered on the front and it's like well i get it for for quote unquote craft whiskeys right that's that's an achievement that's cool if that's what you're going for but you know we're never going to be a big brand like a lot of these out there but we want to sit on the shelves next to them and be thought of as a good bourbon or a good rye whiskey not good for being a craft brand right so i think that's kind of been our goal i think uh, it'll take a while still but the words
3: we've always i think mike and i have always used together is strong regional brand yeah um you know, things can change along the way, and who knows. But, uh, I mean, we're pretty happy with where we are here at, you know, halfway, uh, just over five years. Um, we have still stayed true to what we've wanted to do. We haven't, uh, you know, really changed anything. We've still done it our way and yeah. the way we wanted to do it. So we're happy with where we're at. We're, uh, like I said, we just wish uh, wish we had more more uh bourbon laid down because i mean we thought we we're going pretty aggressively and and really we were uh with the amount we've we've laid down but uh we're selling almost every drop even you know and i'm talking about our juice not yeah. just obviously yeah. the the natter products are gone the same day they hit shelves but yeah. um our juice is now we're selling every drop we make so that's awesome that's a good problem yeah it is
2: but now with the latest legislation that has passed both houses now in the state that's going to allow you to really lay it down and and really have more to offer and not have to close your shop early as that's that's going to be a big game changer (coughs) for
3: us in the sense that because this past year you know the the law has been that you can only sell 2500 gallons and you can only have one location so it was only 2500 gallons on site and we were the first distillery in the state to hit that yeah And as you already know, we couldn't sell anything for most of December. And uh, now that law is changing, we're going to be able to not only double that limit on site, but if we want to, you know, we'll probably want to open up uh, maybe another tasting room on Main Street in Galena. Um, We can open up, you know, two more locations and have that uh, 5,000 gallon limit at each location so yeah it really does open it up it's yeah. you know i'm not saying the sky's the limit but
2: no but it's going it yeah. to open it up it quite gives a bit you more reason to lay it down more as yeah just as aggressive as you guys were before <coughs> right. you thought you were being aggressive now you're can be truly fucking aggressive yeah it falls out yeah on that. absolutely so yeah so would yeah, you it's... stay in galena then you wouldn't maybe inch closer to the chicago metro area or just stay and keep it in galena wise
3: Keep it in Galena. I mean, we we, uh, we love the town of Galena. We, yeah. um, you know, we're... Not to say we wouldn't open up, you know, another, you know, a tasting room or bar, Blunt Brothers yeah. Bar or something in Chicago at some point or, mm-hmm. you know. But um, the distillery is going to stay where it's at right now. No, of course, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Is that I r-
2: more y- thinking about uh, the, the consumer reach, yeah.
3: you know? Consumer reach. Well, I mean yeah i mean we're as far as our reach right now distribution um you know we've dabbled in a few other states we've pulled out of like iowa really difficult to deal with when it comes to yeah. when Thank it comes to craft Zipas brands terrible Storm. yeah you yeah. know that story but no, I, know, I know it all too well too but yeah. we're right now sold in illinois wisconsin mm-hmm. colorado tennessee and uh just yeah. now starting to move into kentucky okay. um but you guys kind of uh, see
0: that happening with brands. I think beer is kind of already going through that where it is regional, trying to expand across the country is a little bit of a, little well, pointless g- attempt because there's so many brands out there, and as more brands keep growing, a, a lot right? of yeah. the
1: mezzo breweries, not the micro yeah. or nano or major <coughs> ones, they're contracting a lot. Yep, they are. Um, there, there's just too many. There's just too many breweries that are micro and nano that don't need a big footprint to mm-hmm. succeed, choking out the like. Kind of mid-level localish brands. Yeah,
0: because if you come more
2: provincial, try, but like, the, that has to do with reach, though. That has to do with fandom as a lot. Too. True. Yeah.
1: True. So. But uh, I, I, But uh, here's an, uh, another thing: breweries, um, uh, the the input and output of the thing that they're actually making is way different than distilleries. So you yep. get a way of better course. yield on brew and brewing. On beer. Yeah. So it's a lot. It's a lot um, less. Um, of uh input output kind of expensive uh thing to do you can't really have a nano distillery in the same way that you have a, a nano brewery mm. you they're they're too expensive to just be able to uh, be propped up by their little neighborhood
0: they have to distribute yeah their product. Where like a bar could become that answer to that problem, which maybe. is which sure. is yeah, yeah abs- which is absolutely why I that up
2: because if, if the reason why I ask if you bring it closer to the Chicago metro area sure. because now it makes it easier for Wisconsin to come down a little bit maybe we'll Milwaukeeers and all, sure. uh, are they called Milwaukeeers? What, what are they, they called? Just call them Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Call them a
1: also a provision of you the know. bill we you can only open a satellite location uh ninety miles away mm-hmm. from your original oh, one so okay, well, that yeah so that exactly exactly
0: yeah okay. so you could definitely go closer to chicago or rockford pretty, or some or more provincial rockford, i guess me I like too rockford. Rockford. in a sense like of rockford. like just knowing like hey where your audience is and trying to expand across the entire state to say you're yeah. in every single state maybe you're only selling a few cases there each year just in certain states Sure. Like iowa yeah it's difficult yeah. with the being a, a controlled state to get in there and just trying to like am i really going to send a case of whiskey over there for all that price hit the taxes and do all that work <coughs> just so like yeah. five people
5: can have a bottle pretty yeah. much yeah and you can you know reinvest your resources into going deep into the markets you're already in right sure. so yeah. you could so sell means... you could sell a pallet to five different states once a year you could yeah. sell five pallets to two different states every year you know, have two of these
3: hmm. yeah there's only
5: one matt brown but
4: there's a tony <laughs> i know matt. i know matt brown <laughs> hey you guys need something from me i'm happy oh. to help I just can't go very fast. Let's put Tony back in to the car,
3: Why did you say the again? Yeah, that out. was a really bad call. Yeah, you're just back. Asking for that's it. All right.
4: What are you guys working on over here? I'm doing a Sudoku. You guys doing a podcast over here? Most of the numbers already been filled out. I found this book at the gas station.
0: The gas station,
4: huh? Uh, that's what I call it. Yeah. It's for my four seats.
3: You sound like a really bad Simpsons character. Yeah, he's really, really
5: bad. bad. In all fairness, you guys keep inviting him back. It's true.
3: It is well, you know,
0: it goes The first one went so well. Tony's
3: never yeah. been on the podcast yeah. before. It's true,
0: he hasn't.
1: But he
2: happened to like Matt. I fucking don't
0: I don't know if we actually why. invite him or if he just texts us like, hey, hey, you guys recording on Friday still? Yeah. Can, uh, I'll be there.
1: Can, can you there. put <laughs> Tony in the podcast <laughs> description so he's
5: one of the guests today? <laughs> it is difficult because you take your glasses off. It's, it's kind of like Clark Kent, right? That's how you switch between... Take your Tony glasses, and Matt, Matt Brown, Brown dude. Matt, I see Matt you're Brown. you really like Zach Tony? oh. Hey, Tony's here. Oh. There, there, he there he is. So bright
4: out.
1: I whipped off my glasses uh, seductively, only to reveal I have another pair of glasses underneath them. He doesn't, though. So. When, He's lying. When making
2: your bourbon, your street bourbon, was there a specific... Is that what we're drinking the, right now, by the way? Yeah, yeah. we're drinking it. And that's what, actually, I'm so, I am so I really do enjoy this straight this bourbon. Um, anytime Matt is at a show that we're at, I'm always hitting him up for it because I really do fucking enjoy it. Was
1: there, know, he makes me pour it into his hands, and then he laps then it I out lap, of his hands like, I like I oh, you're a little
2: I, I cat. Like a little kitty cat. I literally rub it in my hands because I love the smell of it. Is there the recipe we're not asking for, but... I can give you the
5: recipe.
3: Yeah. Was there something... Were you are an open matter.
2: book. Were you looking to, like, hit a particular, you know... Because, you know, uh, uh, taking a consumer into consideration, was this something that you two, like, this is fucking our, our bourbon, or we're going to make a bourbon for the masses? You dig what I'm saying? Because a lot of people just, like, gravitate to something that... Popularity. Oh, he said he liked it. I'm going to like it. It's like, well, this is our fucking bourbon. You're going to like our bourbon. You dig what I'm saying?
5: Right. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know... If there was, I guess, I guess ultimately what we were focusing on was, <clears throat> kind of to bring back what I said earlier, trying to focus on something that would appeal to people who already drink bourbon. There have been some kind very innovative craft brands who have come out and done some really cool things. Yeah. But in a lot of cases, if you tried it side-by-side side with a bottle of Buffalo Trace or Four Roses, sometimes you could be like... I wouldn't know I don't know if I'd recognize that as bourbon it's it's very grain forward it's gotcha. uh, the cuts are very clean it's kind of a, a different product in and of itself um, so our goal was to uh, basically formulate the way we produce the way we ferment the way we distill and our maturation process um, to be more in line with going for a much longer age um, if we wanted to do smaller barrels we would Wow. Hey, Tony, pop, pop the the down. Yeah. I'm
4: sorry. <laughs> that's what my knee sounds like now. Oh, but there it goes. Basically, it what I'm on. getting at is,
5: like, if we couldn't have released this after two years, mm. we, we definitely made it in such a way that there are chemical processes that need to take place over the course yeah. of, you know, three to six years. It, and gotcha. it's just, that's what we geared toward. If we were going to do small barrels and age it for a year... We would completely change the way yeah. we make it. So right. we kind of forced ourselves into our vision, if that yeah. makes sense. I like, that. You know? I, but yeah. I, like I appreciate yeah.
2: that. You know, you guys literally said, like, no, yeah. we're sitting tight. The, Building, you know, taking notes, yeah. The works well, the, well, because
5: on the yeah. flip side, if we had started making everything that way with tighter cuts, with, you know, a less or heavy yeast, yeah. Uh, that stuff after six years in the barrels isn't gonna be really any better than mm-hmm. it was at then two was years. So it, right you kinda of, you could obviously step that up over time, but we wanted to be able to hit the market with it and have it be familiar along that journey as it gets older. Nice.
2: Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Well it comes through.
5: Yeah, definitely.
0: Since two thousand twelve, like how have you seen I mean this craft like explosion that we're in right now, whiskey boom, whatever you want to call it, how have you seen it changing? How's it affected your business?
3: Uh, um, I think I think we got yeah, lucky's a good word. I think we got lucky at the time that we opened and started Did you kind of see
0: the craft it. brands growing? Like, when we had that first, we had that bottle in Orlando, was it like, oh, like, this is something that's going to be Started to
3: see that they're opening, didn't really see that it was going to spread like it did. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when we, it's kind of a funny story, when we decided Galena was where we are going to do it, um, we actually decided all right galena i went and talked to them they said yeah we'll we'll create a license for you and everything so i made up a facebook page said one brothers distilling company of galena coming soon coming soon and uh put it up and you know just put a bunch of nonsense pictures on there (laughs) and pictures of whiskey like Ooh, doing research and you know it was just it was it was horseshit it was just a flag in the ground trying to stake our claim in galena um Funny enough, later on, we are talking to Robert and Sonnet from Koval, and they had plans on Galena um, to open a second site. Really? Yeah. yeah
0: I never heard that. They, yeah, they oh, said
3: they They had plans to do a second location in mm-hmm. Galena, and they scrapped them after, uh, after they saw we were opening there, but... In reality, we didn't have a still. We didn't have a pot to we kiss have, in. We, we just, a we just had the idea. <laughs> so we had this bullshit. We had this bullshit Facebook That's page. how
2: big shit starts. Yeah. Yeah. And just, shit uh, we
3: just pretended, I pretended like we were like you know we That's were going at it. Act and as as and, uh, yeah. 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 But it, it and till you make it. So we did that, and but uh, then it was really yeah. at that point that all of a sudden the boom started to happen. and Distilleries open up left and right and it when I say I think we're lucky we're lucky on when we got our bottles on the shelf Because shelf space then became so difficult to get and that's what we were saying You know, we need to get our brand out there We need to get on the shelves as fast as possible before it becomes really difficult to fight for that shelf space So we got that shelf space and luckily we held it and now, you know, especially in Illinois, you know we're not I don't think we're in any fear of losing our shelf space now we've we've maintained a pretty good uh, foothold so so the timing was just about right honestly (laughs) a year later and it would have been more difficult
0: yeah absolutely no because even like 2014 I mean I think I think I want to say Templeton and rye probably came to Chicago around 2011 maybe 2012 something like that and even seeing that on the shelves you're like oh a kid from Iowa you could only get like the fake you know, bootleg, Brain. basically okay. just uh, UV vodka and Coke in a, t- in a bottle.
2: 2014 is when I actually had it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was, I remember being at a bowl game. I think that was 2011, watching Iowa get destroyed by Oklahoma um, and drinking that in yeah. a bar. But uh, <laughs> over at Frontier, when we talked about how Frontier was like the only bar over <laughs> yeah, in that yeah, area, right. nothing around, and kind of seeing it expand from there. Uh, but then, you now all this explosion happening and being on the forefront, do you find yourselves fortunate of that? Um, getting to you know, maybe teach people or kind of edu- people, educate people on... The right ways to go, or the way you did it, or is it something where you know people are are people looking for you to you for advice? Or? They
5: they do, and I think um, we were lucky to kind of get on the tail end of kind of the first and second wave yeah. of places to start, and that's where mm-hmm. just about everybody, including some who now have been bought out and are big, mm-hmm. all started really small. and They started with a passion, right? Yeah. Now you're starting to see a lot of new companies hit the market with a $20 million facility out of nowhere, just yeah. oh, lots yeah. of investors coming in. Um, but we couldn't be where we are today without a network of yeah. friends and colleagues that we've met over time. And, uh, yeah, occasionally we'll get someone to come in start asking questions it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to ask you what your your mash bill is. And it's like. Dude, you can look at our whole playbook. I don't care. We don't have any secrets. It's it's our style of doing it. I'll tell you what yeast we use. I'll tell you how we make our cuts. I really don't care. As long as you actually care how to make this, and you're not going to just go replicate it yeah so well and even even then it's like you can try and replicate. try it. it's going to yeah. be different yeah, right To um,
3: today i mean we we could have had our own Blum brothers consulting distilling business oh, sure. with the learning. amount of yeah. amount of uh times we've you know and on the flip side that's how it started for us we people picked the brains helped us of a lot it. of yeah. Yeah. a lot of really cool people so it's always been really really grassroots for us from when yeah. we started in into you know even moving forward after that with our sales and whatnot yeah. but uh yeah, we are we're, we're an open book. We still get people coming in, and, and now people hear this. We're gonna get all kinds of people next week. No, knock. <laughs> yeah, knock. Yeah, but yeah, the thing yeah. is, Help like, open the you can tell if somebody's asking the right question. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
5: right. Um,
2: it's just it's a matter of another Facebook page, bro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there we go. yeah. 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 Start that
5: Facebook page tomorrow. That.
4: <laughs> I'll consult.
2: No. I'm
5: not
4: doing much. I, anyways, I finished this Sudoku book.
5: <laughs> but no, we we've had we've had different uh, people come out and spend a couple of days like. Mm-hmm. you know in production doing distillation fermentation all that and
2: and you yeah. welcome that obviously we welcome yeah.
5: it again as long as like your your head's in the right place and you're yeah. doing it for the right reason um, and we've
3: had the opposite we've had some people that we could just tell you know just wanted to come kind of take advantage take and advantage money away, yeah but and but uh for the most part you know it's been a lot of cool people who just yeah. really want to learn and and we're like yeah. mike said we're always open for that And another another
5: method we heard of this like a a friend of ours who has a distillery, he would get people asking, and he'd say, you can come out and work here for a day, but it's going to cost you $2,000. Mm. Bring a check. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And he it. said when they show up with the check, he takes it and he tears it right. up, yes. saying, I just want to see that you're serious yeah. Yeah. about yeah. this. Sure. So, yeah. I can that.
3: So it's $5,000 checks for us.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> $5,000 for you, Wilson, 20000 for Tony. That's all right. That's
2: all right. Whoa So, like, um you... you Earlier, when we were talking, you were overseas when this all kind of came to surface. Um, were you, may I ask what you were doing overseas? Or? No. Okay. Yeah. A, um, he's he's living
3: No, on a my, boat. my previous a career
5: is with NSA. Um, oh,
2: okay. All right. Oh, kind of work.
5: You know, <laughs> normal whiskey
3: background. Yeah. yeah no, you know. So I was on
5: the East Coast for four years and then overseas for four and a half. Okay. Uh, luckily, living up in Northern England, so mm-hmm. I was just um, working with the Royal Air Force, but okay. just south of the Scottish border, so got to spend all, yeah, I I mean, when I first was out in the East Coast, I got my first bonus, and, you know, as a government employee, that's not really much money, but (laughs) I went to the store, and I'm like, damn it, I'm going to buy myself a damn nice bottle of scotch, and I splurged yeah. On a sixty dollar bottle, yeah. <laughs> and it still has like a, a place in my heart. I still love that whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. and uh, What whiskey is that for me? Nice. Uh, Aberlour Abunad. It's nice. Yeah. Cast yeah. Cranker. Yeah. bottle we've so had always, him here. Yeah, we've had two of them here. <laughs> Mr. Had, M- two Mr. Two them Mr. Abunad. <laughs> Mr.
3: Yeah. Abunad. Well, Master
0: Distiller. Yeah, Graham. Yeah, Graham. Oh, we can't release that podcast yet though. So. Why. Because we can't release it until the new product comes out. Uh, so like,
5: a, come what's the new product?
2: I don't, can't, can't even tell you what it is. <laughs> oh, I can't tell you, That's right. My mind's so Well, you tell right me? Like I tell you what, it's in the front of my mind, and the shit's fucking below. It's oh, really man, good man, stuff, man. Yeah, yeah.
5: But they're releasing it beginning of September, so. Yeah. But Agreed to terms. went overseas, yeah. you know, a bunch of work buddies, and we, we'd go up to Scotland and tour yeah. around, and then we started, like, a, a Scotch Malt Whiskey Society out,
6: Oh, In nice. that area. Cool. And
5: the the base we used to work at, like, they just had their 60th tasting, so it's still going Sweet. strong. That's cool. that's just kind of how we got into it. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the, you get to the point where you start reading about it as much as, you know, you're drinking it, and mm-hmm. it's just, it's fascinating. It start getting so. nerdy about it. Yeah. Have those yeah. drinking influences, or drinking, you know, older drinking
3: habits influenced you to making your whiskey at all? or oh,
2: That's a good question,
3: yeah. Yeah, I'd say. So, I mean, we both know... You know i mean we we do have some different tastes and in, in some different products but we both know we like for the most part a spicier bourbon yeah you know um agree. i think that you can tell that yeah. in our products uh we're both on the same page with that so yeah. there have, have been i think some of our drinking habits have translated through to what we put in a bottle now like a higher rye content, higher rye rye bourbon, content
5: for yeah. example we bottle at 100 proof because we just that's and we didn't, we didn't set out saying we're going to bottle it 100 proof. It was – we kind of just tasted through it, yeah. and that's yeah. kind of where it – yes. I mean, we – you know, yeah.
3: when we first made, you know, the bourbon and some of the different products we've – like the Fever River Rye and whatnot, we've, you know, tried it at 90 proof at 100 proof, and even though we could stretch – you know, if it was 90 proof, we could stretch that out a little further, have some extra bottles on hand, but yeah. it just tasted better. We, we I guess we just both really like, you know, bold mm-hmm. in your mm-hmm. face, yeah. uh, you know – uh, bourbon's with some complexity to yeah. it. But so you, don't, just you don't stay sure. do from craft brands either. A lot of craft brands are going for that
0: more smoother output, I guess, mm-hmm. when it comes to popularity-wise. Like, hey, we're a little bit different than other distilleries because we make a smoother product. So having that kind of old roots in American whiskey, yeah. I think, is well, a it, nice touch. And that's the thing.
5: If, you know, you're, like, a really good high-paid consultant and you looked at it all, you might suggest that to us. Like, yeah. You're gonna, your demographic, really, it should be about this – yeah, right. 90 proof range, it should mm-hmm. be a little softer, more delicate. Yeah. Give it where the money, the is. barrel at a lower entry proof, all this stuff. Yeah. And, um, again, for better or worse, like we're gonna make it the way we want to make mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. we're not gonna compromise on what we like just right. to sell more bottles, which is why I asked right. that earlier. Yeah. It's just like you guys
2: came out with a true brother, yeah, you know, product, and it's it just it literally comes through. I don't get the rye in your face, I that's just. Lovely up front, and then it just trickles in the back and it lingers, which is Mm -hmm. awesome because every sip, every section of of my palate is just seeing something different that you have in your mouth. So this fucking awesome. Not Matt Brown. Not Matt Brown. Question for you.
6: What's Um, that? Yes. What
0: what made you so passionate about the company to harass them to work there? So
1: that's a great question. I think it was, (laughs) you know, so where I had worked and where I was buying. The, the bar that I was buying liquor and wine for is, you know, I, I really didn't want to have a back bar that everyone else had. Okay. And as such, my distributors would bring me every craft brand under the sun. <laughs> and I just felt like I had seen it all and I wasn't, con- I, I wasn't connecting with it or it wasn't tasting very good or both. And then uh, when I tasted Blum Brothers products for the first time, I like, it, it clicked for me on both accounts. Like, mm. I got it. I got what they were trying to do. I felt like I got what they were trying to do as a brand. You know, something about the approach to me, like, all right, I can trust these two brothers. You know, I've, it was the transparency part of it, too. Antony. And then, he, what's that? And Tony. And Tony. Oh. <laughs> Have you guys met Tony? No. no. I keep on blacking Sorry. Out, I mean, for yes, sir, yes, out for a second. Yes, We met him. Yeah, yeah, I keep on blacking out for a second, then he comes Sorry in. for distracting <laughs> you. Tony <laughs> That was my lame attempt at. I didn't know there was a third brother, uh, so um, so I got I got what they were trying to do, and then that was back when it was just gin, vodka, hellfire, oak reserve, batch two, natter, four-year-old natter, nine-year-old old fangbolt, and like both all the products were different, and all of them were good, and I just like connected with it instantly. And almost almost immediately, I was just all in on it. OK. Um, so yeah, does that answer the question? Really, the last time I kept on talking, it didn't answer the question. It's OK. All you, right, you doing the voice leave.
5: just made me think of like, we're, we're like the soggy bottom boys singing into the can <laughs> <laughs> with the blind guy there. There are yeah. actually 11 of us. <laughs>
0: yeah. A... yeah. Oh. Uh, yes. Well, good enough i guess thank you i guess you're passionate about the company still uh, yeah i am
1: i'm still i'm still uh he's actually still playing a great footsie fan. with me right mm. now <laughs> yeah I, I thought that, that was tony
0: <laughs> not the first time it's happened to me it happened to me no one wants to play footsie with my club foot <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well i'll never bring you oh, back no. tony ever again um but yeah where does it where do you guys think the future is for your company i mean kind of if we're going to that or you know talked about the roots a lot talked about how you're holding on to your ethos as a company but uh what's next
5: uh i think you know upping our production and and trying to refine things i I, it's interesting we've learned a lot about where you can kind of direct your efforts toward a couple different paths and obviously there have been some brands that have sold to bigger companies and some of them are folks we're friends with and that's fantastic And you could definitely, you know, make decisions with the business to basically drive toward that path, like Mm -hmm. saying, we want to build this up and get bought out, or we can keep it the way we've been doing it. And it's, you know, if we're doing this 20 years from now, 25 years from now, as long as we can put food on the table, we're happy about that. So I I guess as weird as it sounds like we have thoughts for the future, but we're not, we're not, we're not like we're going to start changing things to build up our revenue and to to kind of Mm-hmm. get away from where we started we're right? having a
3: damn good time yeah like good doing what we're doing that's right now so thing, it's right? like you know yeah. this is a great end game for us but mm-hmm. yeah i think what mike was saying is we're just holding out for that disney money yeah <laughs> might as well be
0: no i mean cause matt's talked a lot about how you're doing it for your family um for like yeah. them to have that legacy that's there like to be mm-hmm. have a family tradition as you see so many bigger companies do now where they're four fifths you know uh six generations into like running the companies is that something that would you'd love to pass down to your kids if it works out, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. yes.
5: Obviously, that would that would be desirable to anybody yeah. with kids, right? Sure. Um, at the same time, who knows? The kids <laughs> may grow up and want to program video games or Makes become sense. doctors, and it's kind of whatever you want to do. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I yeah. think that that could be cool down the road. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> if if nothing else, they have a cool uh, story to tell about how they grew
3: up in a distillery yeah you know how whiskey put them through college yeah Yeah, how how
0: did that go like as having like young families and being like we're gonna quit our jobs and start a distillery (laughs) how'd that go over we'll we'll let you know when we
5: figure it out (laughs) i didn't have a
4: job to quit
5: (laughs) (laughs) well god the first six months it was uh the two of us our wives and then the kids get off school or preschool or whatever and They'd spend the rest of the day in the back room watching Netflix and yeah. doing homework. I'm or whatever, sure you're you know? doing
0: overnights and all that stuff. And
5: oh yeah, media. yeah, yeah. It, it was, it was interesting. You know, again, that was part of our pro forma. Like we're not going to hire additional employees mm. for the first year. For that, that was our plan for, was the really? year, for the first year.
3: It's going to be wow. Mike and I and our two wives, and that lasts uh, not even naive. half a year. I mean, <laughs> if if you know anybody's been to our distillery now, you know, and go in on a Saturday and see, you know. Hundred something people shoulder yeah. to shoulder in there, and it's like we actually, you know, pulled it off for a little while. It was uh, Mike and I and our two wives were running, you know, basically running the still, um, the retail counter, and the bar. And I mean, we, and we thought, oh yeah, a year, it'll be tough, but we'll make it work. And yeah, that was, that was seven days
5: a week, by the way.
3: Oh, seven days a week. You guys are open seven days. We're open. So we've always been open open seven days a week. So yeah, our kids like literally grew up. My son who's six now, he was in the distillery on Saturday with me, you know, we're sitting and talking to people and he's like jumping from couch to couch in the distillery and People are looking at him like like whose kid is this and you know I, the people are talking to him like he's been here since he was in a carrier before he could walk you know he's been in this building and they've grown up there because they would get out of school and the poor kids had to go pretty much spend all their time you know with their cousins at the distillery all the time we lived there pretty much you know for a long time but you know now we've kind of got a pretty well oiled machine at the at the distillery we've got about I don't know, fifteen, sixteen employees just, now, yeah, something I was like that. Ask you guys
2: so, you, is that including Matt on Christmas or...? No, we don't really have him on paper. Yeah,
3: no, that that includes Matt.
0: The government doesn't need to know about him.
3: <laughs> that includes oh, Matt. Do.
1: I don't have a social security number, so it's kind of hard oh, to keep God. track of me. Government knows everything. So, where are you
4: been? No, I know no, that. no, no, go away. <laughs> no. no,
1: Tony, stop being a know-it-all. No one likes that.
2: So you have the. Uh, straight bourbon whiskey, the Fever um, River Rye. Fever River Rye is
4: actually the
3: Fever River is gone. That was kind of our little teaser to the rye fans. Okay, so it our rye is coming out here, um, hopefully within the next few weeks. Oh, it's been pushed back a few times, but uh, we've finally got i think all of our ducks in a row nice. and we uh <laughs> Matt, you, are you about. tickling me yeah no was, i thought it was a a, a,
1: a, a particularly long beard that you miss no. with beard hair that you missed with a trimmer he's, he's mm-hmm. got a two-day beard going it on it was a all come yeah. out even, little right? piece of fuzz no, and, I wanted, fuzz. and, and I wanted fuzz, and, right? you wanted you to, wanted to and i wanted and you wanted and i wanted to tickle you
2: just wanted to touch your boss just say
1: hold on let me talk to hr
3: about this Okay, Matt, can I talk to you for a second? Oh, uh, fine. Again, <laughs> let me turn my hat around. i <laughs> will either be HR Matt or Date Mike. What was your
5: question? What was your question he, he's what like was? leading into us talking about our new product, yeah. and Matt Brown's like pulling insects out of Matt's beard yeah. and eating them. <laughs> he's like, like a monkey. So yeah, yeah. The,
3: the rye is what you asked about. Yeah. So our rye <laughs> is going to be out here soon. It's a uh, four-year-old rye. It's nice. also 100 nice. proof. Also 100 proof. It'll under-proof. look just, the bottle's gonna look just like the bourbon. Okay. It'll just say Blum Brothers, straight rye whiskey. Straight rye whiskey. Um, okay. But that's uh, mm-hmm. something we've, we're pretty proud of. It's,
2: uh, are you using 100% rye on that?
3: We are now, getting there. Mm.
5: You are now. So basically, the first couple years, we had been doing 20, uh, 92% rye, 5% smoked malted barley, and then the rest malted barley. Mm. Um, that's what it came We eventually did move to 100% rye. Um, mainly just not knowing what the smoked malt's going to do, right? Because early on yeah. in the aging, it comes across very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of tapers off into a really interesting kind of like tobacco-y finish, which is nice. But um, we like the 100%, and we have some of that that's even as old as this. And funny enough, they're really not too far off. Um, oh. So a lot of that smokiness is coming from the varietal. It's coming from the barrel, um, so I, I don't think people are really going to notice a shift down the road. But we're happy with where the current version is. So. Is it all Asian fresh barrels, too? Yep. Nice. Oh,
3: yeah. That's awesome.
2: Yep. Do you guys source your barrels from a southern portion of the states or northern portion of the states?
5: Uh, we get the barrels from Independent Save Company. Oh. And I believe all their whiteout yeah. comes from the Ozarks. From the so nice. yeah. Yep. Yep. That's where we are as
2: well. Yeah, that's good.
0: Definitely. Matt, any questions
5: for your buses?
2: Yeah, for your buses, man.
0: Uh,
1: can, I, can, I uh, can, I, can I remain employed <laughs> no.
3: for, for, uh, for another month or so? Is that
2: the only boots on the ground you guys have?
3: Yeah, I guess the, the way it's I wear Adidas Sambos. Uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, That's true. The way it's That's kind true. of worked so far is that, um, you know, at the very beginning, you know, Mike and I both, you know, ran the still, went out, hit the road. Yeah. Um, now Mike, you know, oversees all of our production, I kind of go and open up new markets and um, so far you know um, so I spent a lot of time in Chicago both of us did actually Mike and I both did and then he started to stay back a little bit I spent more time got the market Illinois if you will kind of firing on all cylinders and then it was time to plug in somebody have a have a rep in um, you know kind of carrying that on and then i plug me too. in daddy <laughs> daddy, daddy. Yeah. Opening that's new me so, in different states how are you doing that yeah so know, really on the distributors. again you know, so, yeah right? again just kind of that grassroots get in there yeah. we're not spending a lot we don't have you know giant budget to yeah. really attack and go at it but uh finding the right distiller the right distributor is key obviously as you guys know yeah so yeah. we've been lucky so far to have some pretty good distributor relationships so I'll just go and you know try and you know get that all the distributor reps really uh, you know into our story and I think that's what's been working to our advantage is the story that you know, we are just a couple of assets who want to do it our way, and, you, know, we're, yeah. you know. We don't ever rep showing up in a, a suit, you know, trying to be something we're not. Yeah, yeah, right. we, we, yeah. We've, we've gone to I, – I, I, I'm on the road a lot. I appreciate that as well. And we go, you know, and it's like, all right, you guys are up uh, at 9 o'clock for, you know, our Friday. We have a big di- distributor or sales rep meeting on Friday, we yeah. have – eight different suppliers coming Coming in and and I'll be sitting in a room in shorts and (laughs) flip-flops and a ball cap with like seven guys in suits, you know? And I think there's something they dig about that and I'm not doing it to, you know, to be different. It's just, you know, I left, uh, yeah, I mean, we both left, you know, kind of stuffy, a little stuffier jobs and, you know, I'll be damned if I'm not going to wear a ball cap and flip-flops moving forward. So I I think everyone can relate to that. And, uh, so we've had a really good, really good experience with all of our distributors for the most part Very so nice. i'll just go open up the market get it going yeah. i'll do a bunch of ride with us. you know the first year or two that we're in a market you know i'll just go at it hard gotcha. spend a bunch of time do four four trips there a year or something for mm-hmm. a week at a time and then hopefully get it moving along where then we can plug somebody in so okay. we're actually just talking i think yeah. um tennessee is probably the next state we're going to be ready to plug somebody into.
2: Tennessee is weird because they do
3: zones. Yeah. You know, yeah.
2: so it's every zone of the. Are you familiar with Tennessee at all, Jake? Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's one of those. I just learned this, so it's really fucking crazy. Yeah. But it's like they divide the state up, call it into thirds right now, and you have a distributor in every third of the fucking state. It's really fucking weird. It's almost like a brokerage uh setup in a sense. Yeah, and,
3: and a lot of it is like that and we're lucky we have a distributor um, called bonus bev out of Nashville. Gotcha. And they've got their own reps, so they actually cover the entire state. So they're so they They've gotcha. they've got reps, you know, in Nashville, Memphis, Knoxville, uh, Chattanooga. Those yeah. are kind of the four main those markets four main obviously. Markets. And yeah. and they've got representation in all of those. So it's cool. worked out really well. Um nice couple of years ago, I think, I went down, hit Nashville. Mike, you went to Memphis. Mm. Um, I've, I've hit all the markets now at this point, but I, I think I'm going down there like two weeks again, mm. two or three weeks, sometime soon. You're going to go with me this time, aren't you? Yeah. Not in two weeks. <laughs> Not in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever it is. It's soon. It's July. Maybe. <laughs> maybe the end of I July. I didn't want to go to Nashville. It's fine. I'll stay here. No, should, it's fine. Well, so so, so Matt, Matt's you. been, you know, kind of tearing up Illinois for us, and then yeah. I've been having him do some things in Wisconsin. Nice. And uh, – you know, he's, uh, he's got the fancy title of... Uh, what is we, title? we don't like titles that much, but yeah, he's I mean, got a really fancy one. It's Regional it? Sales Manager.
2: Whoa. Ooh. I
3: thought it was Sales Boy.
2: I thought it was a whipping boy. Whipping I, boy. I like uh, Personally, Regional... Personally, I really s- thought it was Sales Bitch,
4: but that I, was
1: just kidding. I like Regional Sales Bitch because we really only have one region. <laughs> your ass. My ass. <laughs> His ass.
4: You know, it, it's funny because a Shut lot of...
1: Shut the fuck up, of- Tony. We'll, no one likes you, Tony.
2: We'll pass up you each other like in the market me. a lot, and there have been times in my previous position where I'd go in first, and then here comes Matt, or Matt goes in first, and here comes mm-hmm. Wilson. But aside from that, um, how, was it was it the distributor that say, "Hey, guys, you need the Underground in this market," or did you know that within yourselves? Because that's that essentially that's how I got my now current positions like and really hit it home, you need someone here to take your place.
3: Um, I don't really think we've had any distributors tell us we need okay. to have somebody in the market yet, I guess. It was a conversation I had with our like Illinois a, distributor you a while back. need to invest back. in the
2: market, and that was their hint of, like, you need, like... Maybe.
3: Yeah, we've gotten lucky so far where we haven't had a distributor mm-hmm. kind of making the demands of us That's quite cool. yet. Um, so we haven't had anyone say, you know, we need you to do this to invest in the market. Yeah. Honestly, we're different from a lot of suppliers where we have not injected a lot of money into marketing materials, into um, incentives for sales reps. Uh, we, we, we just haven't. And it's not like we're against it. It's just... We haven't comes had, into had, play, it had, had, had to yet.
5: And it comes into play of us owning it outright. I mean, we don't that's have true. some huge financial backing that's going to help right, us do these right. things. So yeah. it is. It has been completely grassroots. It yeah. seems
0: like everybody's buying into your casualness. You know, you're being honest to yourselves, um, yeah. which comes through within the spirit too. It's
3: something that's. I very think well. that is a good word, casual, casualnessness. <laughs> for yes. a casual, say like a casual. Tony, how do you say that? How do you word? say
2: that, Tony? Casual, casual.
3: <laughs> Cashews.
4: Cashews, not Casual
3: shoes. The root, the casual
2: root, the root shoes, word is like wearing
3: a nice Levi jeans sheet. and a white t-shirt.
4: Khakis, that's what
3: you're yeah, just Oh,
4: like with a pleat. Our there company
3: is very casual, yeah. and that's because Mike and I are very casual, and you know, everybody who works at the distillery, our bartenders, our production staff, really digs that it's so laid back, Yeah. you know. and I mean, even
0: at 100 proof, your whiskey is casual in a way. It's like, sure. it's
3: tasty, it's smooth.
2: It's a yeah. problem eat- right now. I've already had four.
3: <laughs> yeah. you <still> got to <laughs> I wouldn't sell call it a problem. Oh, but, oh. yeah, that, and that translates through. And I think, you know, even the distributors um, see that and say, oh, all right, we're not going to get them to, you know buy us all apple watches for christmas and, <laughs> and stuff like that you know uh, just uh you know they just it is what it is yeah. you know take it or leave it and that's kind of how we are with our business yeah. Yeah. this this whiskey is what it is take it or leave it you yeah. don't like it don't buy it yeah. don't drink it you. you know
0: no i, I appreciate I when it. you're telling the story um camera what event i was at about your uh your vodka when it took off like at brunches and stuff and selling out. The fire like, one? Yeah, or... yeah. yeah. Mm. Like accepting that like you, you didn't start out set out to be a vodka company I'm guessing, but yeah. like you like hey, I know no, it, I
3: mean, let's call it what it is. It's yeah. a flavored vodka. Yeah. yeah. You think these two whiskey nerds ever thought we are going right? to do a, yeah. a a flavored vodka? Yeah. <laughs> like we would have both lost that bet, you know. How'd There's you guys no go way.
2: To, the spice the spice level did you guys try different spices and all that or like <laughs> peppers I should say or
5: <laughs> let's not let's not name the The exact sort. I mean, we found a very similar recipe on a a website, like a a news website. It was like, hey,
3: infuse (laughs) spicy peppers in your vodka. And we did that. True Uh,
5: story. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I won't say where, but uh, um, we did that in this, like, big mason jar. Yeah. Nice. Then we had a Bloody
3: Mary bar, and yeah.
5: everyone was like, I
3: want to buy that. I want to buy that. How, How can we, we buy that? that? How can well, we buy it? We're like, no, but uh, then I'll the next week this. it's like, all right, yeah. let's make two giant mason jars. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was like week four or five we're like, all right, we just made 16 giant mason jars. Yeah. Like, Is that when your so wives if, are like, we need more help? Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> much, uh, that's a thing.
0: Not far from the truth. I I was thinking that.
5: If we were smart, we would have gone the route like any other flavored vodka and find yeah. a company to make us yeah. a chemical flavoring yeah <laughs> well i'm saying if we we're a smart one to make money right but we still do it the same way we did the mason jar in we a much bigger tank we yeah. hand cut all the peppers yeah. and nice it's a pain in the ass i mean the guys hand cutting the peppers can't go to the bathroom comfortably for yeah. a couple days and or see yeah because <laughs> yeah. they'll or do add things in the bathroom profit, right yeah. matt What's what? that? Huh? No, loving it. I yeah, was paying it.
1: attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you weren't at all. I've just been getting this lovely back rub from Tony. And
5: it's very distracting. Can you guys just have Tony on an episode sometime? Uh, I guess yeah. so. I, I have went had to that, a stock
4: I... school, Sedona, Arizona. <laughs> I learned Reiki. Energy balancing. It
3: sounded like a Sedona accent. Yeah, that's
4: very you know, that Sedona. That is
3: accent. a Simpsons character. I'm trying to pin down which one it is.
4: You're not gonna get it. <laughs> is it the guy that uh, what's the neighbor guy
2: like with the It actually sounds like the old mustache. creepy guy
3: from Family Guy.
1: Uh, uh, no, it's not him.
4: Well, are it's
0: you? Sure? It's Tony. He's like mm, Tony
3: Blum. Just well, there you James. have it. Uh, <laughs> I think we need to get Matt Brown some podcasting equipment yeah. for his Christmas yeah. bonus. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He oh, needs, my God. Yeah, he's got a
2: craft. Uh,
0: he needs something with him. I'm not sure Kinda what craft. it is, but lock him in a cage a for a while. Yeah, that's yeah. Coming soon. The Tony Blum Show. Blum <laughs> Show. Oh, keep him away from small children, including his own. So any other whiskeys no, on please. the horizon for you guys?
5: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, nice. we have the, I don't know drawing a blank yeah we have the rye whiskey coming out in a couple weeks um seeing as how we both got into this through scotch we we do our actually our oldest oldest barrels of whiskey we've made her malt whiskey and it. it's yeah. uh, malt yeah. that we brought in from the uk oh, nice. um, made it as traditional as we could on the equipment we have okay. um,
3: even some peated malt Oh, cool! Really? Have we peated malt, oh, uh, wow.
5: putting it into you know, ex? We have some like sherry butts. We have some Malaroso hogsheads. Mm. Oh, we have nice. ex bourbon. We put malt whiskey into a lot of things, and I think, yeah, I think our oldest ones are about five and a half years. I mean, that's among some of the first yeah. stuff we distilled. Gas. So. Yeah. Uh, that we'll see. I don't. We we have some other. I I was just going through the paperwork the other day and realized yeah. we have ten barrels of five year old <laughs> wheat whiskey.
3: Yeah. Like every once in a while, we just kind of stumble across, like, "Oh yeah, we did that."
5: Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. well, because yeah, our racks are some... so deep, and you oh, can't I get see what you're saying. Okay. So we have that. We have like thirty barrels of light whiskey and a whole have bunch you of considered stuff. Considered
2: to blend at all? Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. There might be something. They're problem. considering yeah. it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: blend. No, we've, uh, no, we really we've considered a bunch of things, but that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we. I mean, wheat whiskey is fucking delicious. Yeah, we we've put out some of the. You know, a lot of um, these Galena Reserve the uh, little one off okay, little cool. kind of but projects. You can, only yeah. at the you can only get the distillery, that, they're just kinda of little projects cool. with it. And the light whiskey actually it was a giant hit. People really like really the light good. whiskey. Light whiskey? Yeah. What does
5: that consist of if I may ask? Light
3: light whiskey basically distilled them. it
5: has to be distilled between hundred sixty and hundred ninety proof. Yeah. So it could any grain really. Okay. And then it has to be aged in um either used barrels or new uncharred barrels. I mean, I was, I'm like toasted. I was unaware
2: of that category. I know, yeah. Uh, it's a,
5: MGP's been making light whiskey for a long time, actually. Sure. There, there are some out on the market that are like 10 to 12 years old. Huh. Um, wow. No, they've there been, are some that are like 18 years they've old. They've been, uh, been
1: making it since the Seagram's days. Yeah. Okay. And oh, the Diageo wow. the days, they've been making it for
0: a long time.
2: Light whiskey. Okay.
5: So uh-huh. we...
0: Uh, Did they get that term coined? Light whiskey? No, no that, that that's been back. in the regs
5: for a while. It, yeah. It's actually decades ago there were some brands that tried to do light whiskey but okay. i think the actual official term calling it light whiskey which you have to put on there okay. for some reason is unappealing to people i mean yeah I well see. you don't got, really know what it is what it right is, yeah. so well would... the,
1: there's the old i don't know if this is apocryphal <laughs> at all but there's the stories that it got steamrolled by light beer in the seventies. Okay. Oh. Yeah. That okay, the big fi- that the that. big three at the time. Calorie, all that bullshit. Exactly. Yeah, gotcha. So the big three at the time, Jim Beam, Jack Daniels, and Old Crow actually put money into putting out a light whiskey oh, okay. and they got steamrolled okay, yeah. and no one wanted but it.
2: But was the light whiskey in like low proof or it
1: was light whiskey like distilled higher. It's referring yeah
5: to basically it's it's a it's like, less character, it's just right. a lighter body flavor. Yeah. It's cleaner. So Almost
1: white. Exactly. So the idea was okay. it was whiskey it was a bourbon mash Whiskey, it, um, still like a vodka gone, gone, exactly
0: maybe. gone after the uh, vodka market, understood okay. That makes sense because that's that the was the yeah. popular spirit yeah. of the time. Well, also in the 70s, too, no one drank vodka anymore because their kids, the kids in the 70s, saw their parents drinking vodka. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. That yeah, like hey, let's just smoke a lot of weed, yeah, exactly, <laughs> that's crazy. and try a LSD. But, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, how's it go? It's trends so always fighting against. Oh,
2: man, so you guys got a lot of stuff coming
0: up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we.
5: we Probably other barrels we forgot about too. I'm sure. Probably. Sounds like it. Is the wheat 100% wheat? No, it's 80% wheat, 20% Uh, rye. Nice. Gotta get that rye in there. That's like,
2: that's a weeded bourbon, man. Well,
6: Mm.
0: kind of.
2: not the corn. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like a weeded bourbon. (laughs)
6: Uh,
0: I guess so. I know what you but mean. Yeah. mean yeah. It's
5: one of those like I hope it's good. It's been hiding away for five years and having <laughs> for, forgotten so. about <laughs> for it. Oh I can't yeah. imagine. It's
2: yeah, gonna like, be like frosted Wheaties. It's gonna taste good. Ooh. That could That's, be it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We totally. have some Wheaties. Pour a little pour a little whiskey on top of it. There you go.
5: Sure. What else we got? We have a, a Madeira finished old oh. fangled a bourbon coming down the road. We had done that with uh some younger MGP before, but this will be first time we've done it when you're using these old.
0: wine cast are you finishing it or aging it the entire time finish,
2: okay. finish. Yeah, yeah, finish. Yeah, nice. how
5: long is the finish if I may ask? um it, it depends we've done it different amounts of time depending on how extracted the barrel is but generally between three to seven months okay. uh, in this case i think it was about six months
3: okay nice and we've done you know some of the younger mgp juice and some of our juice too but in different in the gleaner reserve line where we've done you know it, finished it in cognac. Pedro Jimenez barrels, yeah. uh, Madeira casks.
2: Did you say Pedro Jimenez barrels? Yeah,
3: mm-hmm.
2: we
5: have a Let's bunch see. of malt whiskey. Oh. aging away in those.
3: So we we and that comes again from our you know our kind of roots of getting into Scotch you know yeah. all those finishes. So. I'm lifting
5: my shirt.
2: I'm just gonna show you my nipples though. I don't have a blonde <laughs> t-shirt on right now. What? So. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you getting naked? <laughs>
5: Because that's how he got a job. <laughs> well. oh, I thought it was because anytime somebody said
3: Pedro Jimenez. I thought that was your trigger. No, no, I, was no, like, I was like, did you have I
0: was like, did he have the just nipples that are known around the world or something? And there's yeah. are very similar this to. His name yeah. is Pedro. This uh, one's Pedro. Uh, Jimenez.
4: This is righty. Lefty. This My shirt's been off the whole time. Shut up. <laughs> okay, I'm leaving. <laughs> Finally. Clip, awesome. Do you want to plug anything,
2: Matthew? Yeah, I think we have getting uh,
1: get you, yeah. you plug first. I'm going to look up the dates on my phone. Okay,
0: <laughs> We'll be releasing this on next Monday. So anything after that, go ahead and feel free yeah. to. You, you guys are at right um, Blombros.com, correct? Yeah. You? And then yeah. also at uh, Instagram, too. You put a lot out there. And anything yeah. else you want to promote?
3: Mm. Mm. Um. Tickets are now on sale for the Galena Whiskey Weekend Oh, nice. in Galena oh, wow. in January. Nice. That's a nice. big whis- whiskey festival. Yeah. Um it's become pretty popular. Definitely. It's sold out the past couple of years. I heard um, some folks
0: talking about how they were walking through the ice to get to it last year just yeah. the other day. Yeah. yeah, it was bad. The yeah. year before it was great. People sure were wearing it was t-shirts like 55 degrees in uh, January and last year it last year was brutal.
3: Shit. Yeah. But it's it's a great event. I mean, you can go and go up to a table and drink pretty much as many of the BTAC bottles as you want to try there's you know there's a uh, Fitzgerald Rose's anniversary uh, for Rose's old Fitzgerald birthday yeah, bourbon awesome. all that stuff's there Very i cool. mean it's it's uh turning into quite a cool festival Do you guys help run it or are you
0: just
2: a
5: part of it
3: yeah we're kind of consultants okay. i guess you that's could what say so i thought oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: so nice. i guys say xnay xnay they can come they can come they can come
5: not that it's more. It's more discussing like what would appeal to um, the demographic that we want to come out there for this. Is, and, and, and there are a lot of great like whiskey festivals that have, you know, your standard <coughs> things that are on the shelf and whatever. And maybe there's like a VIP hour where cool. you get to try this. And we wanted to kind of uh, you know help create something where like there are just so there's many so things that you may never otherwise get a chance to try. And everybody with a ticket.
3: Gets to try it. Nice. It's not yeah. yes. special. Let's, we're really tickets. targeting those the extreme whiskey nerds, yeah. you know, who okay. really want to come try some good stuff. Go to Galena in January. All that yeah. good stuff kicking <laughs> in yeah. January. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it it it's a oh, great oh, it time. So yeah, so yeah cool. the, the tickets for that are on sale now. Yeah. So. I know yeah.
2: that. So definitely. We have dates here. Yeah, end of go.
1: July. Three different chances to catch Matt Brown talking about Blum Brothers. No Tony invited tour. Um, n- Friday, July 19th, um, on the rooftop at Uncommon Ground in Edgewater, which is a lot of fun. Yeah, there's a
2: lot of fun right there at Foster. No, that's uh,
1: Uh, Devon. Devon, yes. Uh, 1200 West Devon or so. (laughs) Nice. Um, uh, Thursday, July 25th, doing Drawl's Whiskey 101 class. That's uh, uh, in uh, East Lake View. 2,500 block or so of Clark. Yeah. Uh, doing a yep, doing a whiskey one oh one class there. Uh, check their website for tickets and stuff like that. And then um, we're having a little romantic Blonde Brothers dinner at House 406 in Northbrook. There's gonna be only be 12 tickets available for this.
2: Okay. I like that. I like the intimacy of
1: that. So it's a good show. Yeah, so please check out That's the House Four O Six says website. That's sold out. For details cool anything else
0: uh, no Tony laughed mm. you heard him leave so good <laughs> well um, I'll have no shameless plugs. just find us at keyinthelake.com we can find the stories <laughs> and the podcast all that good stuff and then also on, on the Instagram yeah. at uh, keyinthelake and we also been drinking some Four Roses and some Bomb Brothers as well this whole time Four Roses Binnie's never...
2: uh, no, Select but I Select. Yeah. probably speak more Shout out
0: to that, that.
1: Ooh, nine-year-old yeah. OESV recipe. Really, really nice uh, Benny's pick. I think they did five barrels of Four Roses picks that came out uh, the early part of this year. And we just gave this one a little fresh crack and we've been drinking a little bit of it. Yeah. Okay. It's
0: Very quite tasty. good. Yep. Thanks for, the, thanks for the gifts, Matt Brown. Not Matt Brown. And uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, cheers to everybody out there and uh, thanks for Thank listening. Thank you for the
2: Blonde Brothers coming cheers. out. Yeah, thanks, guys,
0: cheers. Thanks for guys. We appreciate it.
2: Really fucking kick-ass.